0: Hey there, it's Nathan Agan. This is The Working Actor's Journey, and I hope you've been doing well. Today, I have a couple bonuses for you, which I'll mention in a second, and I'll also be sharing excerpts from an online Richard III rehearsal. Now, on the last update, we were opening up registration for the August Shakespeare Workshop. Well, we had such a great group, and the work was so fantastic, we're doing it again in October. The future of Shakespeare scene study is here we're running a four-week accelerated online workshop with professional actors and directors from theater, TV, and film. Join the only Shakespeare Scene Study where professionals and lifelong veterans of the industry are your scene partners. Be an actor in the scenes or sit in on everything, all through Zoom. There's early bird pricing now through September 25th, and we've added so much more to this round. But first... I want to share a couple resources with you. If you've been struggling with how to do self-tape auditions, especially now when everything is still at home, then you'll want to check out the online course, What's My Frame? from self-tape coach, Ana La Madrid. She's helped dozens of actors personally with their self-tapes, and now she's helping lots more students online. I've been through the course, and it does a great job of teaching you basic filmmaking skills to create dynamic and engaging self-tape auditions. Just go to WorkingActorsJourney.com slash frame and use code WAJ at checkout to save 20% on the course. But don't go anywhere. In a second, I'll share how you can save 40% off Anna's course. Now, how about classical monologues? There's something just about every actor needs to have, and it can be a slog if you don't know what you're doing. Now, we do have a number of monologue and audition coaches listed on the site, All are professional actors as well, but if you're having trouble with just finding a good monologue for you, then get in touch with Aubrey Savarino. In addition to receiving her MFA from the Old Globe and USD's program, she's worked all over the country in classical productions, particularly Shakespeare. Mention the Working Actors Journey podcast, and you can get a free 20-minute consult with Aubrey to find a great monologue reach out to her at Aubrey Savarino. that's A-U-B-R-E-Y-S-A-V-E-R-I-N-O dot and find your next great monologue. Now, Aubrey was actually part of our August workshop, playing a murderer in Act 1, Scene 4 of Richard III, Clarence's Dream and Murder. I sat in on a number of the rehearsals, and it was so fascinating to hear all the discussions and see the great work being done. So as I mentioned up top, we're opening up registrations again for our virtual Shakespeare workshops, running October 6th through 29th. You can go to workingactorsjourney.com slash virtual-workshops to learn more and sign up now. If you want to be a great actor that gets noticed, who books more, and who really knows what you're doing, this is the workshop for you. It's an accelerated learning environment where you are getting so much in such a short time. In addition to the weekly rehearsals, we have text work sessions with a dramaturg, private monologue coaching sessions, and Q&As with industry guests. By the way, I plan on putting those Q&As out on the podcast, but I hope you can join us live in the workshops to ask your questions. There's early bird pricing now through September 25th. Plus, for all those who register as actors, you can save an additional 20% off Anna's self-tape course What's My Frame that I mentioned before. So to give you a taste of what these workshops are like, here are a few short clips over the course of the month from the Richard III scene that Aubrey was in. The first voice you hear will be director Jeffrey Wade, who is on episode five of our show. He's talking with workshop actor Daniel Cordova, and then dramaturg Gideon Rappaport will chime in. The next clip will be Jeffrey and actor Peter Van Norden from episode seven and who played Clarence discussing speed and tempo in the scene. And finally, you'll hear about Daniel's experience as an actor in the scene. Okay, here we go.
1: One other thing I noticed and this again, may have been a function of how well you know the lines, but I think it's a fortuitous little occurrence in your longish speech there, Daniel, um, you got to a uh, blushing, shamefaced spirit that mutinies in a man's bosom. And at that point, you took a, a, a somewhat longer break to go down to um, it fills a man full of obstacles, which I think is a break that you can incorporate. It's like in, in long speeches in Shakespeare in particular, I find it interesting to, to find the spots where you could stop, where the speech could stop. It's the end of the speech. And then, oh, so, uh, you know what else? There's something else that there's another problem with it. Yeah. Because there was this time I gave somebody their gold back, right? So uh, give yourself the opportunity to really take that break, find a, a new energy that carries you on to the rest of the speech, right? Yeah. That was cool. I heard that for the first time. Like, I mean, I've heard it, but I haven't heard it before.
2: Like, exactly. Like, what? You what? What did you do? Yeah.
1: Did gold back? That's the benefit of this. uh, (laughs)
2: Can I just, can I add to that too? Um, The, the idea, it'll help you to think of mutiny. So whenever Shakespeare gives a list, it's never just a list. There's always a, a direction to it. There's always either a build or there are distinctions. So mutinies in a man's bosom is happening within. And then it fills you with obstacles or when you want to go towards something external. So it's kind of, it's happening within, and then it's translated into something without. So that can give you a place to pause and recognize that transition from inner to outer, and that might help that.
1: Absolutely. Uh, That's terrific. And then there's one, oh, I I know I put it down here somewhere. Oh, uh, Daniel, in... um, Elizabethan and current uh, British speaking, the word C-A-N-N-O-T is the emphasis on the first syllable. So it's cannot, rather than cannot. And that line is 155 in my script around in there somewhere. I'm strong framed, he cannot prevail. prevail. Yeah, and that's that's pretty much always the case. Okay,
2: very- I agree, can I add on that line too? that I would suggest hitting prevail rather than the pronoun. Um, it's not so much that you're distinguishing you're yourself from other failed. people. It's that it's that you're saying you're strong and so he can't prevail.
1: Right. Oh, I wrote it here. That Peter, you were just terrific throughout, but this, particularly when the murders came on, uh, Are You Drawn Forth from a World of Men? That speech was so good. Um, uh, the stuff about... Christ, your blood for our grievous sins. I wrote down good again. Just terrific. Uh, Peter, I mean, for all of us, that was sort of a masterclass in how to take the air out of something, but actually make it more intense. That the thing that happens that I've noticed when you, we ask ourselves to go a little quicker is that the operative words really emerge just automatically, you know. Um, and um, because we're not using space or air, to make a point. Um, For instance, when you were doing the voices (coughs) uh, of various people, they became distinct voices. Really great. Um, Daniel, you're sort of the next on my screen. How how, how do you think, in general, you enjoyed working on it or not? And um, I mean, feel free because... It
2: it feels great. It's it's stretching muscles that that haven't been stretched for a while, so it feels really good. Um, And, you know, as Aubrey said, it's awkward doing it in Zoom, but it is nice to be able to, to do it with live partners, even though they're on on computer but you know um, so that you can actually hear the words being spoken by your partner and it, it really um, uh, informs how you respond and, and, and the words that you know the, the emphasis that you put on words as you respond to them um, just hearing somebody else say the words makes such a big difference than, you know, than reading it off the page
0: hmm. All right. I hope you enjoyed that peek into the workshops. We all know it's going to be a while before acting as a profession returns to normal. So take this time to develop your skills, work with professionals, build your confidence, and have the experience of a lifetime. Remember, you can sign up as an actor or as an attendee to sit in on everything. And by the way, actors get to sit in on everything else too. To register now, go to workingactorsjourney.com slash virtual-workshops. Registration is now open with early bird pricing through September 25th. And just one last item, premium members of the show get an additional discount off workshop registration. Membership starts at just $2 per month. I am very thrilled once again to bring this opportunity to you. I know firsthand what an amazing chance it is to work alongside such talented artists. I hope to see you part of these workshops so that you can be an actor people notice and remember. Join today. I'm Nathan Agin and enjoy the journey.